This episode is brought to you by VinSmart. Need help with your recall campaigns? DMVs, government agencies, fleet owners can learn more by visiting vinsmart.com slash businesses or call 1-888-950-9550. Welcome to AmbaCast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the Amva community. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the AmbaCast. This week, we are going to do a profile on one of this year's Amva Award winners. More specifically, we are going to talk about the PACE Award winner for the overall campaign budget of under 50000 And this year's winner was the North Dakota Department of Transportation for a specific distracted driving campaign that, that they conducted. And to talk to me about the program is North Dakota's Safety Public Information Program Manager, Lauren Bjork. Lauren, welcome to your first appearance on the Ambicast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. And I guess I should say congratulations on winning this uh, prestigious Campaign Pace Award. Thank you. Yes, we're very excited about that as well. It was really um, great news. Now, in, in North Dakota, just to give some context, the DOT is the parent agency uh, that includes all of the traditional motor vehicle administration, DMV functions, as well as the Highway Safety Office, which creates a good natural synergy for this type of campaign. Exactly. Yes, we're very lucky to be... Um, in the environment that we are. So it definitely helps when putting together these campaigns. So before we talk about the specific campaign, um, I refer to it as a distracted driving campaign that we'll talk about, but tell me what was going on in North Dakota, what you were seeing in terms of the traffic safety challenges that even started a conversation that said we should do a distracted driving campaign. Yeah, so North Dakota, one of the really big things that we have noticed when it comes to our campaigns is that these human interest stories and these real North Dakotans telling their stories is what gets across to our audience. Mm -hmm. So we see distracted driving all the time, unlike or like many other states, you know, it it goes very underreported in our state, but we know what's happening every time we're out there on the road. But because it's underreported, we don't always get the personal stories and these people coming forward to talk about it. So we got very lucky with someone um, who was willing to talk about their distracted driving story and how it affected her family. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's the story of Melanie Johnson and their family that was a near fatal crash, thankfully not a fatal crash. So often in these campaigns, we see these stories um, that just horrific, tragic endings. And here it's sort of, um, there's at least some silver lining to the story in that it was not a fatal crash. Yes, Melanie Johnson was traveling with her entire family um, right after Mother's Day on their way back home to Bismarck, North Dakota, and they were passing a large um, trailer, large semi-trailer, and they started to notice that that trailer was veering into their passing lane. Um, That trailer did impale their their vehicle. Um, It came very close to her child's uh, Mm. head, and they ended up in the ditch. Luckily, like you said, a little bit of a silver lining here they're able to be here and talk about it. And she's able to tell the story of how terrifying it was, but how lucky she is to be here. Yeah. So when you talk about you wanting to tell these personal interest stories, how does a story like this come across the communications team radar that says, we saw this crash, we heard about the story. We want to do something positive with it. How does that start? Surprisingly, a lot of, a lot of people have come to us with their story, wanting to share about it. 
Um, we've been very lucky in that sense. We've done a human interest story for a few different of, of our campaigns for impaired driving, as well as occupant protection. So once we kind of started doing one, we had more and more people approach us wanting to get involved with the Vision mm. Zero initiative. And this is exactly how this happened is we were approached by Melanie and um, we were able to, to pull together this really great campaign. So let's talk about the, we keep using this word campaign. Those in the comms business get what that means, but right. we've got a lot of diverse listeners. So when we say, at least in the case of North Dakota here, when you put the campaign together, talk us through some of the, the components of what that means. Yeah. So depending on the length of the, of the campaign or the enforcement period, we always do some media support for our enforcement period. So when we have a distracted driving enforcement period, we like to pair that with a campaign, which could include some social media advertising, radio, digital advertising, TV ads, and we just have the right media mix to, to reach our audience and pull together a campaign, which is exactly what we did for this under $50,000 campaign with Melanie Johnson. So you use all those different components. You went with the mix of social media, TV, radio, traditional digital yeah, for this one, we did keep it because it was the under the $50,000. Um, yeah. We did keep it to social media and digital advertising, which still did really well for us. Okay. So, you know, a lot of folks, some some agencies are really sophisticated and strategic in social media. Others are, you know, still trying to navigate, you know, that, that environment. Um, take us a little bit deeper when you say you used social media. What did that mean in this context of the campaign? So for this specific campaign, we used Facebook and Instagram advertising, which is great for reaching our target audience. It's also very cost effective. Social mm. media is such a great way to, to reach your audience, whether you're doing it organically. But if you've got the funds to put some money behind it, it can just take it to a whole new level. So Facebook and Instagram are kind of the, the two that we do frequently. But now um, down the line, we have also added um, Snapchat, we've added mm. TikTok and YouTube as well. So when you talk about that in the context of your target audience, uh, clearly there's some assumptions made there about age and demographics. Was there, based on the data uh, the Highway Safety Office was seeing on distracted driving, were you tying that to a specific target audience? We were a little bit here. So 18 to 34 is kind of what we're trying to reach with with some of our social media advertising, um, we know that that age group is largely out on their on their phones when they're driving. But as we found out through Melanie Johnson's story, that it it's really is all ages. So Facebook also has a, a an older demographic than it used to be. So Instagram, we're really getting that eighteen to thirty four. But then when we're on Facebook, we're getting that thirty four plus. So what we did with social media this time, it really helped us get that that large audience group. And then in terms of the, the digital piece of it, that's not social media. Define that for the audience. When you say digital, that's not the online social media. Sure. Yeah. So digital media can, can kind of come across in many different forms. You have your podcast listening where an ad might pop up. That can be considered digital. You also have your visual digital displays while you're on a website and an ad might pop up over on the side, or maybe you're watching a video online and then ad rolls through. Digital just comes in a lot of different forms. So it's really cost effective as well, because you can kind of pick and choose how much you want to spend, but it really targets um, your demographic. Mm -hmm. And in all this, you weren't just telling the story, but there was a, a message, a broader message that 
NDOT and other, you know, highway safety audiences have used around distracted driving that you sort of wrapped around Melanie's story. Talk Correct. about what that message was. Correct. So we did, it was an enforcement campaign. So we did, you drive, you text, you pay. And although this message uh, doesn't directly relate to Melanie Johnson's story, it turns out that um, she actually was a victim of a distracted driver who was reaching for his drink. Right. So although you drive, you text, you pay puts a lot on the phone, we also thought it was important to loop in all of our other distractions because we know that distracted driving is anything that's going to take your mind off the road and your hands off driving. And that can be as simple as reaching for your water bottle. Mm-hmm. And so what, what kind of reaction did you get from the public and the target audience when this campaign was rolling out? We had a very wide variety of, of reactions. We had a lot of positive. A lot of people were very thankful that we were, were raising awareness that distraction can come in many forms. I know a lot of parents were commenting, um, you know, that this was an important message to get out there. But some people, you know, kind of always bring in negative in this in this line of work. You're always going to get those yeah. negative comments. And some people just were like, well, that's part of life. You're going to need oh, a drink nice. while you're driving. And so people aren't shy with those comments posting on Facebook and all of that. But um, in the end, the message got out there and the people that were very supportive kind of outweighed any of the negative comments. Mm-hmm. And any additional metrics that you use to track the success of the campaign? When we get our reporting back, we get, um, you know, click through rates, we get um, how many times people watch the video, we get a a wide variety of of metrics back, which is always really fun. That's kind of my favorite part of getting these campaigns back is kind of digging into um, the reporting. We have a really great media partner that we work with that gives really detailed reports. So we're very lucky with the information that they give us. So you mentioned uh, watch the video. We haven't talked about the video component. So tell us about that that piece. Yeah, so our video, it's um, a longer video we have on our YouTube channel. It tells her entire story. But for our actual campaign and what we used on Facebook and Instagram and digital is we shortened it down into a 15 and also a 30 second video. Because when you're out there on on Facebook, not many people are going to sit and watch a a six plus minute video. So The video was really great to kind of give them a little snippet of what the distracted driving message was, but getting them to click through to our website to really read about Melanie Johnson's entire story. And then a similar component, you did an audio only version. Yes. Kind of like a radio, traditional radio PSA, if you will. Yep, correct. And that was more of our digital strategy was just using that audio version um, is what we ran for our digital. So if you were watching, you know, a video online or podcasts, that's where that, that audio was running. And so since you've mentioned podcasts now a couple of times, and here we are on a podcast, yes. let's go ahead and let everyone listen in and uh, have a little sample of what it is you created. You know, so often everyone's like, oh, texting and driving. Yeah, texting and driving is a thing. It's real and it's a big deal. But reaching for your drink or um, dropping something on the floor and, you know, trying to keep your eyes on the wheel while you're, or, or trying to find the right radio station or your get your ball game on TV. Um, as much as you think that, oh, I don't have to worry about it. I'm good at driving. I think that sometimes you just need to say to yourself, I am good at driving, but I need to drive distracted free. So 
when you're creating different components, I know when we're looking at the, the campaign and why you won the award, when you talk about that broader, you drive, you text, you pay, I know there were some components that wrapped around it. And one of those was the, the audio component that we'll listen to in a moment. Uh, but tell us why it was so important to really call out the you drive, you text, you pay um, in an audio, say, radio PSA, um, even above and beyond, say, Melanie's story. Yeah, so it's just very, I think everyone can agree that dri- or driving and having your phone can be some of your biggest distractions. And so we really wanted to make sure that even we're talking about Melanie Johnson's story, which touches on, you know, distractions outside of texting, people are on their phones constantly while driving. So it's really important to bring this piece in as well. New text message. One Mississippi. A glance down. Two Mississippi. Just a quick text back. Three Mississippi. Life can change forever in a few thumb swipes. In fact, texting makes you 23 times more likely to crash. It's illegal, dangerous, and too often deadly. Drive, distraction, free. You drive, you text, you pay. Brought to you by the North Dakota DOT and your local law enforcement through Vision Zero. So in this campaign, you know, we talked about it was the winner for the under 50,000. How much under 50,000 was it? You had a lot of components here. You talked about advertising online. There's clearly some investment in um, some great production quality um, in the in the components you've created. So as other folks are looking to make their dollars go far, uh, can you give us a sense of what the total cost for the campaign was? So for a, for a campaign that we did specifically for this, we spent just a little bit over uh, $32,000. So you can really make that mm. small budget stretch. Yeah. And how far does it stretch in terms of the, the length of time you will get out of this campaign from the time you deployed it to the time you, maybe you're still running it or you're, you're planning to sunset it at some point? How long does that do you reap the rewards of that investment? Yeah, so for this specific campaign, you, we did two weeks of radio, but then we did four weeks of that social media. So you get that four-week kind of campaign, but then we also kind of supplement it with our um, earned media efforts. So I can get out there and do some media interviews, and you can really extend the life of these campaigns pretty far. Did you get some of that media interview, that, that earned media pickup of folks covering the campaign? Was that that's something you can't really control when you put these campaigns together, but you hope it comes as an extra benefit? Yeah, we do. We've Like I've mentioned before, we work with a really great media partner who has um, relationships with a lot of the media in North Dakota. So they set up some great interviews for me to get on radio shows, to get on um, different news stations. And so I always feel very lucky that that the media in North Dakota is very supportive of Vision Zero and our campaigns. That's great. And so what are some of the other, I know we're talking about this campaign, but I'm curious, um, what are some of the other safety campaign priorities that you and your team there are working on these days? So we're working on occupant protection or our seatbelts. We have some new advertisements for that that we launched in 2021. We also are working on new creative for our impaired driving campaigns and then other than that, we do our distracted driving. We do a lane departure, which has been a new campaign here in North Dakota that we launched um, last year. Lane departure is a huge problem and a, a large reason for many of our crashes and fatal crashes. So that's something we've been concentrating on, speed and aggressive driving, older drivers. We've mm. kind of expanded 
way beyond just our normal traffic safety campaigns to really get the message of personal responsibility and Vision Zero out there. That's great. And do you think there are any uh, lessons learned or things you picked up along the way with this campaign that might extend into some of those other campaigns or as other folks are listening and, you know, they want to be next year's PACE Award winner, what might be some advice you give them based on what you learned from doing this campaign? I think this campaign really just reiterated the fact that these personal stories just do so well. They want to hear from people in their state. They want to hear from people in their town, their neighbors, their friends. It just speaks volumes compared to, I can get on a a radio show and and talk about traffic safety all day, but when they see a face um, of someone who has been affected Mm. by distracted driving or affected by occupant protection or impaired driving, it really just takes it to a whole new level and we've really just found it to be super helpful in developing creative and advertising campaigns. Interesting. And, you know, it's when you talked earlier about the fact that these are coming to you as much as you're out seeking them, you know, someone like Melanie, who is not a media personality, but yet wants to go out and tell her story to help others. Uh, what was that like taking somebody who presumably was not a public figure, not used to being on radio or TV, Mm -hmm. Um, but preparing them to be a spokesperson for the cause. Yeah, we were really lucky with Melanie. She is so well-spoken and she's so passionate about her story and preventing this from happening to anyone else that we were fully prepared to, to give her scripts if she needed to kind of feed her lines. But what we ended up doing is just sitting down and letting her talk and tell her story. And we were able to get very authentic footage. Um, I couldn't be more excited about it. We've done it in the past with other people where we've needed to give them a little bit more direction. But once you find someone that is so passionate about a topic, it really just helped bring the campaign to life. And we're so thankful that she was willing to share it with us. And how is she and her family doing now? They're doing great. Um, we do check in with her every every so often. She was so excited to hear that we won this award. Yeah. I don't think she expected the campaign to do as well as it did. And like I said, we're on year two of using it right now. We're getting ready to use it for the next fiscal year because it's just such a great campaign and we couldn't find anyone to tell it better. Yeah. Well, I guess, and that's another great example, I guess, of making that, you know, somewhat modest investment go further. You're now, you know, going to reuse it. You're not having to recreate the creative. You can just kind of redeploy it. Exactly. And we, we do have that longer video. So even once that 15 second video that we've been using on social media, maybe starts to die out or not getting as much interaction, we can take a 15 second clip from a different part of the video. And we didn't have to do much more work. We've already got the footage. So it's even being able to recreate it and repurpose it in a new way. Yeah. So speaking of going into a second year, um, I've got good researchers that tell me you're about to celebrate your second year with North Dakota DOT. Oh, you so, do. I do, I do. So you're, you're I guess, uh, you know, relatively new, but getting uh, certainly established in the transportation side of the business. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm loving it, actually. I got this opportunity. I actually worked um, at uh, the media firm that that the DOT works with prior to this. So I got really passionate about Vision Zero and North Dakota's Traffic Safety Initiative as I was working on the social media side of things. So when this opportunity came about for me to transition into this position, I was so thrilled and I've loved every second of it. That's fantastic. Are you a North Dakota native? I am, yes. Bismarck, North Dakota, born and raised. Excellent. We always like to learn a little bit more about our our guests (laughs) when when we have them on here. 
So that's fabulous. Well, I, I want to thank you for spending time with us today to talk about the campaign, um, give some tips of what you've learned along the way that others can try to emulate, um, hopefully give you some good competition next year for the next yeah. round of PACE Awards. Yes, thank you so much. I'm sure we'll have another nomination ready. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you all for tuning in and listening to this week's episode. Thanks again to Lauren. Congratulations to Lauren, to Melanie, to everybody in North Dakota for this well-deserved award. I want to thank our producers, Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. And until next week, everyone, stay well. Thank you for joining us for AmbaCast, hosted by Ian Grossman, produced by Claire Jeffrey. Music by Gibson Arthur. This episode was brought to you by Recall Buzz, powered by VinSmart. Visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify.